Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Uh, thank Rabbi Yonason. It's been, it's been an incredible treat. There are people that are very into things. I like people. Things are always a background. People are, people are much, yeah. The world's a beautiful world, but that's a background. The Geisler once came, I had just, we moved seven years ago onto a beautiful new campus. And I wanted to show Rev Geisler. He came for the first time. I wanted to show him the campus. He's like, I just want to meet the guys. He didn't want to. I, and I relate to him. The, the campus is beautiful. It's a background. I like safaris. I'm excited to see a safari. But I promise you that all the beautiful things are only backgrounds. And to come here and meet the people that I'm meeting, Yidna are amazing wherever Yidna are. We're, amazing. We're an amazing people. And constantly I'm amazed by our people. That's crossed. It doesn't matter where you go. But I see here the word sincere. Sincerity. There's, a, there's an innocence and a lack of, a lack of any... Um, Cynicism was the word. Lack of thank you, innocent. A lack of cynicism that exists here that I see a tremendous. Again, every place it's dangerous to stereotype, but what's here is certain sincerity and warmth and no cynicism. That's incredible. So I just appreciate and thank you, Yonason, for letting me come, for helping me come. It's it's been amazing to be here now to be in a kailal, to be around younger light. In my community, we have a, we li- I live in a mountain with 50 families, and we're working now on having a koilol. What a koilol does to a city is things are different when people are sitting and learning. And to speak to a koilol, to younger light that are sitting and learning, a koilol cha- is a game changer to a city. I can tell you by us that I'm pu- we're putting in effort. We want to desperately bring a koilol in. People are working on it. It's different as a group of people sitting and learning Hashem's Torah that makes a tremendous impact on a city. It's interesting. It says, mm-hmm. A tzaddik leaves a city, makes a Roshim. It says it by Yaakov Avinu. Avram and Yitzchak traveled from cities also, and it was certainly true by all the others. Any tzaddik leaves a city, it makes a Roshim, but it says it by Yaakov Avinu, Bedavka. I think it, perhaps it says it bedafka by Yaakov because Yaakov's damur Torah, the Ishtam Yeshiv Eilim, and bedafka by the learner of Torah. Avram's damur chesed, everybody understands that the one running all the chesed in the city, he leaves, it makes a Roshim. Yitzchak's avayda, his gvura, is the minyanim, so of course that makes a Roshim, but specifically where it says Yitzchia Sadik minyas a Roshim is by Yaakov, you know, the Ishtam Yeshiv Eilim sitting in the base medrash and learning. So it's an honor, really an honor, to speak to young Light. I want to study some Torah. I want to say, like, I, really, I should sit here listening to Shiurim from Rabbi Yonis and from the Chevra. I'll share, and I have things that I do want to share with the Chevra, but I stand, like, in front of young Light. That's like, that in, in, my, in, in my shul, two people come, and I'm, like, very afraid to just get up and speak. The mechanchim of the children... I have a tremendous respect. Any Rebbe teaches first, second, third, fourth, pre-1A. The mechanchem of the children. It's like you have to, you have to be humbled and young alike. People sitting and learning Torah. You're at the heart. I have a friend who's still learning Torah by his mother. Now his father's the dean of a college. So his father asked me, no, when are you going to get your friend like to go out and do it? Like go out there like you. 
So I try to explain to the father that the day your son leaves the base medrash, I'm going into the base medrash. And I said, otherwise we have a pansy scheme. We're not making him from, to make him from, somebody has to be from. That if somebody's in the base medrash, then somebody go outside and bring to the base medrash, but somebody has to be in the base medrash. Said, your son's in the base medrash. Okay, I'm going outside running around. I can't sit as long as your son. I have trouble sitting. But okay, but this, if he leaves the base medrash, I have to figure out how to sit and I'll go to the base medrash. So to have young light, really to speak to people learning tires is chos. I want to, there's two topics on my mind. I try to speak things that are on my mind because if you speak things that you're not feeling or experiencing, that's not a, that's a recipe that, that you won't you won't you won't give over anything valuable. There's no exact chazal like that, but there are many psukim and mishli that speak. I think I found four places that speak about that idea that if it comes from the heart, it goes to the heart. So I want to I want to talk to you about two topics on my mind. I want to start, and it's, I'm going to take a little bit of a. It's not. I want to talk about Hanifa for a few minutes. But there's a place I want to go that's really added to the Sugi. I'm only standing on the back of the Sugi of Hanifa to go somewhere. In the Sugi of Hanifa flattery, there's an Isser Daraisa not to flatter. Now what the Isser Daraisa of flattering somebody is, we're going to learn the Sugi a little bit, is much different than, than people think when they start the Sugi. I know in English, I don't know in South Africa, you talk to flatter somebody is like you heap praises in somebody you don't really believe. You're amazing, you're incredible, and you say praises on somebody that you don't really believe. That's called flattery. In the Sugi of Hanifa, there is no Shaykhis. What that is, I think that's probably the Sugi of Sheker or something else. It's not really when you study the Sugi. The, there are a few Sugis in Shas to look at. Rabbeinu Yaina is one of the places in Shari Chuvan and Shar Gimel. Rabbeinu Yaina talks about the Isra of flattery, the Kad of Hanifa, and he brings nine levels of flattery. He brings nine from worse to, to not as bad. He has nine madregas of flattery. The ichor of flattery, the ichor iser of flattery. Remesha says that it might be the only iser burr. The other eight might just be madregas and not an iser burr. The ichor iser of flattery is somebody does something wrong and you tell them it's not wrong. It's interesting. In Chinuch, this comes up all the time because people feel guilt. Rebbe, I did something. And you want to tell him not to feel guilty. Guilt is very dangerous. Shame is very dangerous. It's, it's damaging. And that's not, that's not charat. That's a sugya, what charat is. But shame, uh, probably from the greatest thing that plagues the world today, the from world, is people feeling shame. We have a lot of youngsters been exposed. A lot of older people have been exposed. We had a world that was a lot accessible. And people feel very puzzled and a lot of shame. So somebody comes to you, Rebbe, I did this. This is a common. Guys will either share what happened to them or guys will tell me, I was able to open up what was done to me. But how about when I was the bad guy? What I did? That I can't even tell you. What are you supposed to tell me? I'm, I'm a horrible person. And to learn, we're not horrible, we're human. And the Rabbi Hashem loves us. The Rabbi Hashem loves us. Tremendous Ava. And we have... We have a purity that remains pure with whatever we've done. So it's a, it's a common thing somebody shares, and it's very delicate. 
Because you can't say an Avera is not an Avera. That's the first level of Hanifa. Rabbeinu Yaina says that it's Roy Lesak in Atzmacha. You have to put yourself in Sakana. Some learn Kipshute that he holds. You have to give up your life. It's, the Rabbeinu Yaina doesn't say. We know the big three. Gilarai, Shich, Zdam, Rabbeinu Yaina says that a person is Chayiv Lesak in Atzmacha. To put yourself in Sakana, not to be over Hanifa. You can't say... On that, you can't, you can't change, you can't say it on Lavera. Thanks, Yaakov, for being here. So, we're learning, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, thank you. But learning Yaakov, the sugi of Hanifa, of flattery. Rebbeinu Yoyna says there are nine madrigas of flattery. The ikr, the worst level of flattery, is to say it on Lavera, it's not on Lavera. It's a very sensitive topic because people will share, I did this and this wrong. Rebbe, when I was this age, I did this. And you can't say it's not an Avera. Not what you're saying. You're saying you're still holy, precious, untainted. You're an amazing person. We all have things. We all We're human, and we've seen and explored, and we've all we've all had real things. And learning to know we're holy, but it's a, it's a line. You can't say an Avera is not an Avera. And the first level of flattery is to say an Avera is not an Avera. Rabbeinu Yoyna writes again, does he mean literally to give up your life? He says you have to put yourself in a sakana. The Romans asked the Yidin, teach us Torah. The Romans sent two sardietas, two princes, two officers, and they said, teach us the old Torah. Now, a guy who wants to be taught Torah, they don't want to join the Kyle of South Africa. A guy who wants to be taught Torah, they always, they know our power is Torah, and they want to know, is there anything slanted against guy? The assumption in your Torah, what you most write about the Umais, that's always, when the guy says, teach us Torah, they wanted to see if there's anything wrong in our Torah. And if they found something against the Umais, all of Klaus, or Sakanis, the Fascists, the Romans, we were under their power, and it would threaten the existence of the Jewish nation. Lemay said they teach them Torah, and they come to the Allah that if the ox of a, of a guy gores the ox of a yid, he owes Nezik Shalom. If the ox of a yid gores the ox of a shar, you're putter. And they taught them the correct halacha, which threatened the entirety of the Jewish nation. Now the officer said, we heard the whole Torah, it's all gorgeous, except we don't like this halacha. In the Bavli it says, but don't worry, we won't tell on you. It's the Bavli says, since we love the Torah, we won't tell. Yerushalmi says that they planned on telling and they drowned that sea on the way back to Rome. Now, is it a machleik as Bavli and Yerushalmi? Either it's two different incidences. More likely, it's the same story. And the Bavli saying what they told us and the Yerushalmi saying what they really planned on doing. They told us, don't worry, but they, the Yerushalmi is they really planned on telling. You'd have to know what Bavli is and what Yerushalmi to know why it's telling two parts of the story. But Lemay said ended up drowning and so Klai Yisrael was saved. And the Yamshel Shloime asked the obvious Kasha, is why did we tell them the right halacha? How silly, Yaakov. We should have changed the law. Pikuach nefesh. All of Klal Yisrael's lives were at stake. This is what they were looking for. And we did great. They loved the whole Torah. And the one halacha, you can't tell them that. Any, but they were very smart, Chachamim. Change the halacha. Just tell them either way. Both is Nezik Shalom. Both is Pater. Whatever you want. Don't tell them this. This is what they were looking for. 
And telling them that halacha threatened all of Klal Yisrael. The Yam Shalshleimah says that you have to give up your life not to change Allah and the Torah. It says you have to give up your life. The Yam Shalshleimah in Babakama, on the spot, I think it's Lamed Ches. The Yam Shalshleimah says that a person has to give up his life. You're not let to change your law and the Torah. So we had no choice. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't change the halacha. And they made us teach the whole Torah. They asked us this. We had Daraisa, even Sakonas called the throne. All of Klaus is at stake. Ramayshet Feinstein Tzushtel's Rabbeinu Yaina, who says, Chayiv Lesak and Atzmuchanat to be over Hanifa. He says that he Tzushtel's, that Rabbeinu Yaina says you have to put yourself in Sakana, means you have to give up your life not to change Allah and the Torah. So saying a different halachas, now Lemaise, it's very controversial. It's not Pashab, the Gemara Nadarm Chafbeis, Ula was traveling to Eretz Yisrael. And, Ula was, and two companions of Ula, two Gayim, were with him in the caravan, and one killed the other. He was like killing the other, and he said to Ula, it's okay what I'm doing? And Ula says, great, you know, Ula didn't want to get killed himself. It's like, excellent, you know, Givaldig. I had a Maisa, I brought the guys in Yeshiva to a park, we had a basketball tournament. It was running great until two Goyim got into a fight. We had our own courts. Guys were playing five guys. Two Goyim got into a serious fight. One guy pulled a knife. It was Lebedek. So I wanted to just give them a little muster. I wanted to tell them not to fight. I was going, my son, Yaakov, held me back. He said, don't go. They're going to both beat you up. Like, <laughs> he, he like held me back. Didn't let me go. Like, I think it was Yaakov, my son, Yaakov. He's always the most protective and the smartest. So he's, <laughs> and Yeshiv is a smart guy. And he, I think it was him. One of the guys, I think it was my son, held me back and said, don't go, they'll both beat you up. So Ula was smart like that. <laughs> he was mechavim to Ula. So the guy said to Ula, did I do a good job? Ula said, excellent. Ula later was worried that he was over Hanifa. The Lashna Gemara is not Hanifa. He said, maybe I gave chizuk to Ivri Avera, Hanifa. He was worried, he was over, and the answer is, Nafshecha you saved your soul. The Gemara's conclusion is, he said, the question is, I thought for Hanifa you have to give up your life. Now he didn't say there it's mutter, so you can differentiate, it's a big shayla. In the sugi of Hanifa, it's a big shayla. Lemaisa Rabbaisha Tzush tells this Yam Shel Shloyma in Baba Kama, that they didn't change the halacha, that not to change halacha, you have to put yourself in sakana. Rabbeinu Yoyna writes, Lehedya, not to change halacha, you have to put yourself in sakana. Now there are eight other madregas of Hanifa. To ever praise a Russia is an Isser is Isr Hanifa. Praising a Russia, even a true praise. It's, it's not the number, I think that was the number two level of Rabbeinu Yoyna in Shari Chuba. The number two level, I think, was praising a Russia. There, you're not saying an Aver is not an Aver, you're just praising Russia. Rabbi Moshe was asked in terms of honoring yeshivas and dinners, honoring people who maybe have a din of a Russia. And you honor them. And Rabbi Moshe Feinstein was asked about that. If an institution needs to honor a guy, but specifically a Russia, you're allowed to honor a Russia. Now, ever saying praises of a Russia is Hanifa. It's a shayla if it's Isr Daraisa Mamash. It's a shayla. If it's Isr Daraisa, it could be only Ramesh's Mesopic, that only the first one is the Isr Mamash. Saying an Aveira is not an Aveira, that's the Isr Mamash of Hanifa. 
Is the second, third, fourth just like an Indian, or it's Ma Mishta Isra Maisha's Mesopic? But the second level is praising a Russia. Now there you don't give up your life not to praise a Russia. That's Lahedya. The giving up your life is only the number one of Hanifa. Of saying an Aver is not an Aver, you have to give up your life. Praising a Russia, whether it's an Isser, but that's for sure, it has the normal dinam of Chaybahem, you don't give up your life. So it's no Isser, you don't have to give up your life. It might not even be an Isser, just an Inyan, but there's for sure an Inyan, not to praise a Russia. We all know that Yaakov Avinu praises Esav. He praises Esav. Now, why do he praise that? To open in the Gemara, that it saved the Sakana's Nefashis, that at the time of Sakana, you're allowed to praise a Russia. Which is why Yaakov praises Esav. But here's what I want to tell you, Abshat. I always thought that Yaakov praises Esav, and he says, He calls Esav his Adain. He calls Esav his Adain. So I always thought that was like our flattery, what we call English flattery. That he's like buttering up, Esav, oh, Esav. But as I'm getting older, I'm Baruch Hashem trying to get smarter. Do you think that would work? Do you think Esav was dumb? If you say like flattering things to Esau, Esau, my master, it would never work. Maybe Esau's smart, but it wouldn't work. And I have, there's no such thing in flattery. If you look at any of the nine madregas, it's never saying fake things. And it says it's mutter chanifa, that's not chanifa. Saying fake things is sheker, it's not chanifa. It's nothing to do with chanifa. And the Gemara says that since it was sakana chanifa was mutter, so it's wrong pshat. I have another riot it wasn't pretend because Yaakov says to the messengers behind the backs, he's not talking in front of Esav, he says, I want you to tell my master Esav as follows. Why did he say Yaakov, my master Esav? He should have said the bum, tell that idiot and then tell him good things. He wasn't talking in front of Esav and he says to the messengers, this is what I want you to tell my master Esav. My master Esav? Esav's a Russia. Yisrael Mumer, the Gemara in Kedusha. He's a sinning yid, he's a Yisrael Mumer. Is the Pshat Rabbi said that he flattered Esav. It's wrong Pshat that he said fake praises. That's not called flattery. The Pshat is Esav had a tre- every human being as tremendous milus. Me and you can lose our minds from a Russia. The worst Russia, human beings, it's Selim Aleikim. A Yid as a soul, you can lose your mind from a Russia. Flattery was mutter means that in Yaakov's camp, they lost their mind from Esav's Milos. They focused, like, it's a dangerous game, very dangerous. Normally on a Russia, don't notice his Milos, it's not a good thing. Hanifa, you're not let to praise a true praise about a Russia. Don't be busy with the mindless of a Russia. Don't be busy. In America, there was a manager of a baseball team who praised an aspect of Hitler, Yemachshemai. So he got in deep trouble. And the guy said, what I do wrong? I, I, don't, I hate the guy. I just was praising one mindless. Mishpatim bal yadum. Goyim don't know Tyra. And he, of course, even it's true, you don't look for a mindless of a Russia. You don't praise, you don't notice, don't notice. You don't notice that a Russia dresses well, don't look at his clothing, don't notice anything good about a Russia. They were mutter to flatter Esav's the pshat that they saw Milus in Esav. 
and they were busy with how outstanding Esav was. So behind, it's not a sugi in front of him or not in front of him. Hanifa's mutter means that you're allowed to see the mail of a Russia when it's Sakonis Nevashis. So they were busy in Yaakov's camp being Nishtaymin by Esav. That's what happened. They were Nishtaymin from Esav. That's what, that's what happened by Yaakov Avinu. That's why behind Esav's back they were talking. He said, Adaini Esav, there's no jokes in the Torah. Every word is emes. He said, Adaini Esav means he looked up to Esav. And they were busy. And of course Esav has mindless that you can go crazy from. And he said, Esav, they were busy. They were, they were handling Esav's godless. They were flattering Esav. That's why it worked. It worked because they didn't say a trick. They went to Esau and they handled with him in the place of thinking of his mindless. You could see it in the eyes. It's not a trick. Tricks don't work. They went to Esau and they were nishtoimim from Esau. And they spoke to Esau in that place that they were nishtoimim from Esau. What I want to say, Rabbi Yisrael, in this sugya comes out, in the sugya of Hanifa, that you could, flattering a Russia and its mutter and a Shah Sakana means you can be amazed by a Russia. Now let's put aside, you're not supposed to be amazed by a Russia, but be amazed by Yidin. Be amazed by, I only hire Rebbeim that are amazed by Yidin. Not, they're intimidated by guys. That's the only thing I look for. The Ramam says that a Rebbe is mechoyev. It's a Ramam in Hilchot's Talmud Torah. A Rebbe is mechoyev l'chabed is Talmidim. To honor is Talmidim. Honor, the Chayotim says, Iker covered is b'machshava. Honor doesn't mean to say, nice boy. Honor means b'machshava, your whole noir of a person. And the Ramam says, a Rebbe is mechoyev l'chabed is Talmidim. When you quote this Ramam, you sound very liberal. In a day where our kids respecting their parents, our kids respecting elders, and you're coming, you say, Rebbe, you have to respect kids. So you sound like you're a clueless guy. You're so liberal. But it, I, to me, I want a revolution of covered. Revolution of honor. And the Rebbe and Kailin have to start the revolution. There's a, there's a very, very scary Gemara in Nidarm. I love learning the Dharm. It's the only Masechta I was Zaycha to learn cover to cover with my dad. I learned every word of the Masechta with my father, the only Masechta in Shas. I learned every Ran from beginning to end, every word. The Rans are long and amazing. I learned the Masechta, Gemara Ran with my Tatas. I love quoting the Dharm. Now, this is so cool that I learned. My father, Baruch Hashem, is a big Talmud Chacham. And I was Zaycha to learn this. This is awkward to learn this Gemara with your father. The Gemara Payalaf in Adarim asks that why often are Talmidei Chacham's kids not Talmidei Chachamim? How cool is that to learn with your father who's a Talmud Chacham, that Gemara? And we learned this Gemara why, and the Gemara gives six reasons, I believe. Why Talmidei Chacham's kids are not Talmidei Chacham. And one of the reasons is because they call people Chamayrim. They call people Chamayrim. The Baal Shem famously said that when I'm close to God and I'm like steiging, getting close to Hashem, the first part of my journey, he said, I don't want to talk to people. Close to Hashem. He said, then I work a little hard and get a little closer and all I want to do is talk to people all day. He said, it's Elmolikim and people. All I want to do. He said, when I'm at my highest peaks of clear with Hashem, I just want to talk to people all day. The Baal Shem famously said this. I just, because he saw the godliness in people, I just want to speak to people all day. 
And the Gemara says, Talmud Chum's kids, well, it's not, don't view it as an Einish. The kids not being, our kids are us. Our kids are us. The kid, the kid is struggling. Your kid struggling means you're struggling. Your kid's a PCU. A kid struggling means I'm struggling. My kid is brakaradavun. It means in me. We all have unworked places. So the kid's struggling means, oh, I thought I, did anybody think we're perfectly worked out? It means I have struggles. So when it says the kids are not Talmidechag, means the Torah was not a Kenyan. And the Torah is not a Kenyan if they call people Chamayim. If they disrespect people, they don't have an iron type to people, and they weren't kind of Torah. At the place a person's kind of Torah, he sees Gadmus in every person. He sees greatness in every person. It's tremendous, tremendous godless from each person's place. What that has to do with being kind of tired is a long conversation. I'm going to tell you, it's not really what I want. I want to talk about seeing good in people. I'm going to tell you, I want to say a drip why I think it has to do with Tyra. But this is like, we could spend the next months together, the whole pill, we could learn this for months. I just want to share this with Yaakov briefly because I don't know if I've ever told you this. When I was young, I thought Torah was an instruction how to live in this world. We have a world. Drink, Gatorade's wonderful. Now what do I do? Oh, shock. So I learned. I thought the Torah is an instruction book. I've had too many caches. It can't be what Torah is. I have too many caches. First of all, the, the world, the Torah was created hundreds, of, 900 generations before the world. Why in the world would you make, what Hashem make, the, if it's an instruction book, there's no need for it. If there's no world, clearly it's not an instruction book. <coughs> the Malachim, who don't live here, didn't want us, they wanted the Torah not to be in this earth. Now, if it's just an instruction, the Malachim said, don't give it to a human being. The Torah clearly is not instructions. There are many hundreds of other kashas. That's not what Torah is. What is Torah? Is a kasha alimta. Hasina, we learned Torah. What does that even mean? What did, this question, you could think about, what does it mean God gave us the Torah? He didn't give us the Sefer Torah. We didn't know what, what was going to happen to us. What did it mean He gave us Torah? It's a very important question. What is Torah? It's, we study Torah, Torah the same. What is Torah? What is Torah? Very important question. What I, what I believe Torah is, every single... Rabbi Yerucham asked that why do we have parents? God could have made us born in any which way. And Rabbi Yerucham says the reason we have parents is in order to do Kibar Because the Torah says, so we need parents to do it. That's wild, Rabbi Yerucham. Now I want to explain, it sounds very harsh, so we're not like that, it's so not human. It's actually very human and very cool. At first, it sounds like, so I only have parents, I have to do a mitzvah. Whoa! It's much deeper than that. The Torah is ways to connect Hashem. The Torah is ways, you ever wondered, even we say the Aves kept the Torah. Did the Aves write a Sefer Torah? Did the Aves write a Sefer Torah? It's one of the mitzvahs, Taryag. They did not write a Sefer Torah. Because if they wrote a Sefer Torah, they would know the story of their own lives. They didn't know the story of their lives before it happened. What it means they kept the Torah, mitzvahs are ways to connect to Hashem. There are 613 ways to connect to Hashem. This entire world was created, this entire world's a kiyam of Torah. So we have a whole world ways to connect to Hashem. Every part of our existence is Torah. 
Everything's in the Torah. There is nothing in the human condition that's not in Torah. My, I, I'm an, I grew up a tremendous sign of people pleasing. That's in the Torah. There's nothing in the human condition. This whole world's the possibility to live Torah, to live out a connection with Hashem, and all the human condition. Hafoich ba hafoich, but the kulabats all there. The Torah is the ways to connect Hashem and this world. Histakel baraisa baralma. Hashem made a world that you can live out every single aspect of Torah. Every single part of our lives is in the Torah. Any aspect, we are all the Torah. I'm in the Torah, you're in the Torah. Every aspect of our life is in the Torah. It's all afayich pafayich padakulaba. It's all in the Torah. Why did, I went on an aside. I don't remember why I went on an aside. Yaakov, do you remember to take me back? What's the track of Yeruchim? I've seen other people. Why is it the Kenyan Torah? Oh, very good. Because I was saying there. Oh, very good, very good. Because it says if you're not, it says if you don't see good in other, you call people Chamayrim. So it says your kids are not Tamid Chachamim. So what I'm timing is that limarat Torah is to find the human condition. You study all of us. To write off somebody else as saying he's mufka from Torah is a chesaron in your own connection to Torah. Everybody's in the Torah. Everybody, every aspect. To call people chamayra means they're mufka from the Torah. It's not true. Everybody's connected to Torah. Everybody has a chalik in Torah. Everybody's aspects are in the Torah. If I could tell you a story. So it's important. I in Torah see goodness in people. See their sug. They're all sugyas of Torah and Kiddush See good in people. I was shown from the sug of Hanifa in Russia we can lose our mind. Very dangerous. But in Russia, you could be in from, and you're only allowed to if it's Sakonis the Fashis. But let alone in the Yid and at Tzaddik, Amech Kulam Tzaddikim, see goodness in people. And specifically, the learners of Torah have to be Mechazik to see goodness, to see that everybody has a Chalik in Torah. Anybody learning Torah is at the core of Klal Yisrael, and the job is to share, to learn. The Iker thing is to show everybody they have a Chalik in Torah. I want to tell you a Misa. We have a chat in the yeshiva. The mothers have some chat where they give each other chizuk, the mothers of the yeshiva. And the fathers have a chat as well. My wife, my kids are in the yeshiva. My wife's been on the mother's chat now for eight years. Eight years running, I have a kid in the yeshiva. The father's chat, I'm not on. I don't think it's right to the fathers. I want them to express whatever they want. If they want to say, what a stupid principle, so whatever, I'm not on it. Lemaisa, somebody calls me up that I'm the, I don't think the father's chat's very active. The mothers give chizuk and talk and speak and complain. Whatever they gishmak, they do their things. The father's chat's not so active. But somebody called me up that a father's writing on the chat, big is on the yeshiva. And could you, do you mind answering? I said, what's the taina? He's saying that they're shaisik shtika kaida and they're shaisik to a lot of wrongdoing. A guy comes to Shia without a yarmulke and the Rebbe says nothing. So Shtika Kaida, guy comes, he's listening to crazy, he brings his boombox to Shia, maybe he turns it off during Shia, maybe he doesn't, but then the Rebbe's quiet, doesn't say anything. So he says Shtika Kaida, they're, they're acknowledging, and, and they're, by being quiet, they're, they're acknowledging, and he asked this question, and no father has the answer, so if you could please give an answer, he's tiny big times. It, things were very hectic in Yeshiva. Um, so I asked one of the Rebbeim, Rabbi Shapiro, Yankov's Rebbe. So he said, Yeah, there's a Chacham, there's a Talmud Chacham, a Masmer. Yankov's Rebbe, you can imagine Yankov picks well, he's a Tzaddik. So I asked him, Do you mind giving, send an answer? 
So he sent the voice recording. I'm, I want to tell you what he said. I'll tell you what he said. He, did anybody here ever hear there's something called nonverbal learning disability? It's on the spectrum that people who have a nonverbal, they talk too much, they talk a lot, they don't read the nonverbal parts of communication. A lot of times they talk too close when they talk to you, they stand too close, they're shtickle klutz, it's a nonverbal learning, and they don't pick up. In all our communication, we have verbal, we have a lot. If you're in the middle of talking to somebody and he moves his body, he's trying to say, I gotta go, whatever, the nonverbal, they don't pick up the nonverbal part of communications. It's on the spectrum. He basically said to this father that you have a nonverbal learning disorder. He, I'm saying it mean, he didn't say it that mean, but he said like this. He said, we have whole conversations that you're missing. You think, you didn't say anything. He said, now we're missing, we're, we're punching, we're throwing haymakers at each other. We're screaming and you're just missing the boat. He said, let me explain. The kid comes to share with that as Yamaka, he's saying something. That he's screaming, you know what he's saying? I don't belong in the base medrash. Do you know what I've done? You know, you know what I am? I'm garbage, I don't belong learning time. No shaykhahs. It doesn't have anything, I don't belong. And if you would know what I've done, you'd know I don't belong in the base measure. He said, I proceed to give a share on some subtlety in, in Hanifa. So I'm saying to him, you do belong in the base measure. We've spoken. You think I was quiet. I didn't. I've spoken to him by giving share. I've said, you do belong. He comes the next day, he plays crazy music. You think I belong, I'll show you. And he's pulling, we fight for three months. Then he puts on his yarmulke and he says, I belong in the base measure. People belong, their lives are Torah, and they're connected, they're shaykh to the sugi of Torah. Calling people chamayra means you're not shaykh. The learners of Torah are the ones who know that people sugi are in the base madrash. I've done this, I have that. That's, that's why we're, we've also, that's why we're in the base madrash. And the Torah speaks about us, and speaks to us, and elevates us, and guides us, and directs us. The learners of Torah more than anybody have to see positive in people, have to see goodness, wonderful things in people. I was once called by Yid, he's, he's working with a bunch of bums, what can he teach them? I told him nothing. I didn't have time. I feel, but he could be worked with all, so this Yid needs more work than any of the kids. I said nothing, I said nothing. Atzlach, I didn't have time, I said, we ended with that, okay. <laughs> It's not, it's, but he, he, needs to, he needs to learn Torah. He has to learn Torah. There, it says, Tamidacham's kids are not Tamidacham because they call people Chamayrim. There's an amazing pshat that I want to share with the Chavra. It says, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva's wife chose him because he's Mali, because he had good midas. It's funny, we have a friend, we have two friends, a Rebbe in the Yeshiva, learned in the Yeshiva, has a daughter, Mali, right, Silverman. And Shua Ruth has a daughter, Molly. Two people I love have a daughter, Molly. So I, I'm very close to both Mollies. They're both precious. They're both three years old. One's three, one, one's three, one's, I don't know, one's older. One Molly is six and one is two. And then the median might be three. But the one's six, one's two. But they both have a daughter, Molly. And it says, if Kiva was Molly, it's a shadow of what Molly means. Many Rishonim learns it means Midas Tavis. Rikiva had good Midas. Even before, she, he didn't learn, he didn't know anything in Torah, but he mali had good midas. Fractis Sinksovis, how could you say he had good midas? The Gemara Psachim said, Rikiva taught his Talmidim, that when I would see a Talmud Chacham, I wanted to bite him. But not the bite of a dog. I was bitten by a dog, it hurts. But dogs don't, it didn't, I just got stitches, didn't break any bones. 
He, the bite of a chamar, which mamish is shayver at somebody's breaks bones. So he told this Talmidim that when I was not ma'aretz, I wanted a bite Talmidim. But not when I saw them. You know, sometimes you see somebody, triggers anger. He doesn't say, when I saw Talmud Chacham, I wanted to bite him. He said, when I was not ma'aretz, I was looking for a Talmud Chacham so I could bite him. Not like he, when he would bump in, it would trigger anger. Okay, that you hear, maybe he had a bad experience with a rabbi. He said, I look for a Talmud Chacham so I can crush him, I can bite him. That's what, so what do you mean he's mali, a good midas? I think so, but the kasha. What do you mean, Akiva had good midas? He taught his Talmudim that it was not It doesn't sound very nice. That's not docile. That's, not a, that's pretty aggressive. He was looking for a Talmud Chacham. He would say, bring me a Talmud Chacham so I can bite him and crush his bones. The bite of a chamar. Yet you say it's good midas? So Taisvis says, Savar, when he was in Amoritz, he held that Talmud Chacham don't hold of him. He held that way. And then there's a mitzvah. Why he held that way? Because they wouldn't shake his hands. Al-Tzitoma, they, they didn't shake his hands. He held. Now, it's interesting. It doesn't say suffer and he was wrong. It doesn't say that. Suffer means he held. Yesh Laden, did he held and he was wrong? But there's, that's a mitzvah that kemayim panim panim upon him came lay b'nei adam. That the, the mitzvah is a pasuk in Mishle, that the hearts work, just like water shows the reflection of a person. You look in the water, you see a reflection. Hearts reflect. And since he felt he was hated, he hated back. So he had good midas, just the mitzvah, he felt hated. Now I wonder if he wasn't really right, he was hated, would he have hated back? It's chakir of mine. If you think somebody hates you, but they really love you, would you hate back? Yesh ladan, you have to study this taisvis. But why do, te- why do you tell this to his Talmidim? Why do you tell his Talmidim about I was not Maritz? It's always very dangerous to share war stories of the old days. Very dangerous because are you condoning that? Ah, oh, back in the day, I used to, if you're Mishcharet, we spoke about Hanifa. You're not allowed to say it in Aver, it's not in Aver. So it's always complicated what you reveal. Back in the day, I used to. Now, if you're teaching a lesson, to say that there's a time. It does say, Ashrei Yish Mechase Pishav. Now sometimes there's a reason to reveal, but it's not so passionate. Why did Rebbe tell us Talmudim the Gemara B'Sachim? When I was not Mars, why was he telling them that? Laniyuz Daiti, it's passionate that he was teaching his Talmudim that you're learning Torah, don't look bad at other people. When I was not Mars, I wanted to buy the Talmud Chacham because Savar, and I don't know if it's true, did they really not hold of him or not? I don't know, I can't say. <clears throat> the Gemara said he had good midas. It was just the mitzvah. He felt looked down at. Since he felt looked down at, he wanted to bite back. He had good midas. But it's a mitzvah. If you feel hated, you hate back. And he felt looked down at. And Rekiva taught it to his Talmud and Bidafka to teach them, you're learning Torah. Look good at other people. Look at the Iker Kirib, the Iker Chizuk, the Iker picking up of Kailos, the heart of the community. The Iker Chizuk to the next person is what you see in your eyes. I'm always thankful. I one day plan on being a Talmud Chacham. I want to learn more. I want, I think, of ways to learn more. And I always think there's hope for me. My father holds a lot of the people he learns with. My wife is a Nishtaymim. He holds the people tremendously. But looks up, looks up, looks up to people amazingly. I think that's why his kids have hope. Because he doesn't call people Chamayim. He looks up to people. 
interesting. It's the same lush and chamar. They call people chamar kibis. So I wanted to bite like a chamar. Yesh dvarim. But the that nekud on learning Torah to see good in others. The ikur impact the kailos the heart of a city. But to look good at people, to see good in people, precious. It matters what you see. Our eyes matter. See goodness in people. It's dvarim shoot and people are nefla. People are, and there's sugyas in the base medrash, there's sugyas in Torah. Each one, we all have our own nisyanis, our own journey, our own kiddush shemayim. But really making a tremendous effort, bedafka the loyim de Torah, bedafka those that are the core of Klal Yisrael, pulling in others is to see them as precious. The main thing I look in a Rebbe, I can't say this enough, it's, not the, it, it's what I look for, not the main, it's first, second, tenth, a hundred, is that they're mechabit people, but real. I want people who are intimidated. They meet a bacher, not like I'm the fixed one, oh, let me try to help this broke, no, 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 no. He's, he's a soul, soul, we don't know, we don't know bigger, we, don't, we, we know nothing. Challenges, we all have challenges. Our sugyas, in, our sugyas in Tyra, our possibility of connecting to Tyra, of finding tremendous Kiddush in our own journeys. Each of us see good in people, be nishtaymen for people, bedafka the lengthy Tyra. I suspect, that's what I want to learn, why Rabbi Kiva told us Talmidim. Why did he say about his behavior? He wanted them to know that before, and I'd want to bite, I, I good made this, he was Mali. He wanted to bite them, he felt looked down at them. He was telling his Talmidim, see good in people. See good, don't look down at anybody. You're learning Tyra. Talmud Chams kids are not Talmud Chams Rachman Utslan. If they're weak at this point, they call people Chamayim. To look good at people, to see tremendous, mindless, beautiful aspects, tremendous things, and people without any but, not but, see mindless, to be in a shtoyman from people. I am type. It's Shaykh in a Russia, let alone in Yidden. I'm saying, even on a rush, it was a mitzvah nice so you can be nishtaymin. Now, on a rush, you're not allowed. Don't do it. On a yid, on, on a yid, we, we're, not, we're not dealing with Risham at all. On yidin, to be nishtaymin, to, be, to really be impressed, that's the first sugi that I wanted to share with the Hever. Is there time from, well, I don't know, our pressure is. Tamis, look, can I share something else? I feel this going on and on. I want to share something else. I want to share something else with the Chaver. For a long time, the bracha on mitzvahs is very interesting to me. We, make, we do a mitzvah in the morning. The first, we'll get to the first one. Baruch atah Hashem. Kenu melech ha'elam asher kedeshanu b'mitzvah yisav the brach on a mitzvah is fasting. We know it's a gemara in Sukkalam Mitzvah. Elsewhere, the kolam mitzvah kulam mevarech alei ma'ivel asiyasan. Every mitzvah, you make a bracha before the performance of the mitzvah. The brach is fast. I want to tell you two kashas on the bracha. Kasha one: a mitzvah gives us kedusha. Kedusha will translate based on the nefesh achaim. Kedusha will say is a connection to Hashem. It makes us very present. We could live very disconnected and unpresent. A bracha connects us to Hashem. It makes us very present. A mitzvah makes us very present. We're doing tzivli Hashem. We're doing the rats Hashem. We're connecting to Hashem. We make a bracha thanking Hashem for the kedusha that mitzvah gives us. Mitzvah gives us a kedusha. It makes us present to who we are. It makes us present. We all could be out of touch. We're a soul. All of us. Mitzvahs give us the structure to get in touch with who we are. It gives us Kedusha. Kedusha is that state. It's a very, it's a state, I call somebody's Kedush when they're in touch with who they are. 
We all have tremendous ritzainas to serve Hashem. We have a soul that craves it. And when we're in touch with that, that's called Kedusha. We're in touch with who we are. So our mitzvahs help us be in touch when we're busy being loyal to Hashem. It grounds us, it puts us in touch with who we are. So mitzvahs give us Kedusha. So we say, Baruch HaTah Hashem, Ukerim HaChalam Kedusha. And you commanded me, Al I'm raising my hand, washing my hand, you commanded me to wash my hands. Did I get Kedusha from washing my hands? You gave me Kedusha and you commanded me Did I get Kedusha from putting on Tefillin? We, we forgot to mention the Kedusha. You gave me Kedusha from Mitzvahs and you commanded me to put on Tefillin. Did it give me Kedusha? There's something missing from the Bracha. So I always like stopped in. You gave me Kedusha from Mitzvahs and commanded me to put on Tefillin and as such I get Kedusha from it. But we left that out. It's very chaser from the brachas, like something's missing, something's off. I used to say a pshat. I no longer say this pshat. I no longer think this pshat. But I used to once in a while, because of this kasha, I would say, Hashem, you gave me kedusha for mitzvahs, but I don't do it for that. I do it because you commanded. I was like so confused. I don't like that pshat. I do it for the kedusha only. So I don't like that pshat anymore. But I was so bothered by the words, Hashem, kedushanu the kasha is a kasha. Strange. You give me Kedusha from Mitzvah and you command me this. Did I get Kedusha from this? Some? So you, you learn, well, you, and you commanded me this, and as such I get Kedusha. So we forgot to say that. The bracha should be, Baruch Atah Hashem, Kedemach Elam, Asher Tzivanu B'Kedishanu B'Anachas Tfelin. Asher Tzivanu B'Kedishanu B'Nitil Asyadayim. We say, Mitzvah, give me Kedusha, and you command me this. And then we seem to have forgotten if this gives me Kedusha or not. Says Reb Chaim Belajan, the pshat's like this. The Kedusha we speak about, we're not talking about doing the mitzvah. Our journey to the mitzvah is the Kedusha. We're talking about the journey. We all have a journey to the mitzvah. I love watching guys' journey to put on tefillin. There's a journey. There's a journey. It's a story. To see a rule, they're all wearing tefillin. It's a different story. What's his story? I watched the Bacha this year. He's been through Gehenim in his life. I watched him, he started working at Rizon, he started running with Rizon, and one day he came to the base bench, nobody told him. But all the afternoon one day he was putting on his flak, but he just fell. It was, it was like to watch, it was the journey to Tefillin. Now, somebody says, I'm born from, I always put on, I was always a good boy, you still have a journey to Tefillin. I also always put on Tefillin, I didn't want my mommy to be upset, I was a good boy, I was a people pleaser. So I also, but I still have a journey to Tefillin, the journey that tefillin should mean something. That it, we all have a journey to mitzvahs, Shabbos, a journey to Shabbos. I'm in the middle of a journey. I'm starting to really appreciate and connect deeply to Shabbos. It's a journey to Shabbos. The journey is beautiful. The journey. When we speak Asher Kedushanu we are not talking about the performance of the mitzvah. We're talking about the journey, the machshava to do the mitzvah. Chaim Belashen translates Asher Kedushanu Mitzvah of my Ratzayin to do this Mitzvah gives me Kedusha and as such I can complete the Tzivli V'Tzivanu Laniach Tefillin. We're not talking about the Prat of the Asiyas Mitzvah. We're talking about the journey that brought you there and the journey brings us tremendous Kedusha. By the way, the Asiyah also does but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the journey too. And th- there's another cash in the Brach of every Brach of Mitzvah 
The bracha on the mitzvah, we say, Baruch Atah Hashem. It's talking to you, Hashem. That's very pata, you. Then we say, Shekadishanu b'mitzvahis of his mitzvahs. Atah, we're talking to Hashem. We start talking to Hashem, and we moved a little more distant. We say his mitzvahs, not your mitzvahs. B'mitzvahis of his mitzvahs. So as we got to the bracha, we moved a little bit further away. But the pshat is, the closest we are to Hashem, doing a mitzvah is a tremendous kiris Hashem. The word sab means connection, we're connecting. The deepest connection is our journey to get to the mitzvah. Even deeper than the mitzvah itself. As a matter of fact, when we refer to the mitzvah, we say his mitzvah. Because that would talk about the pu'ula. At that time, we're not as close as our journey to get to the pu'ula. The closest is our journey and struggle. And I want to say to you, Goliath sitting and learning and speaking about a topic of looking positive at people, the most that need to do it, the heart and soul of our nation, the heartbeat of our nation have to look positive at people and appreciate that the journey to mitzvahs is gorgeous. So never to say, I'm here, he's getting here. The whole word kirib is like a cringy word. Like, I'm so... Speak out what you're saying. I'm close, he's far. Close, we're all very close and we're all very far. All of us. We're extremely close and extremely far every year. I don't know. And we all have opportunities in embracing and engaging mitzvahs. And the beauty and the kedusha of the process of engaging a mitzvah is what we're talking about. And we say, Baruch Atah, at that point when we're grappling with the mitzvah, it's Atah, it's you. Baruch Atah, At the point we get to the mitzvah, and the actual thing, of course we're close, but we say his mitzvah, we don't say your mitzvah. The grappling and the engaging is when we're at our strongest and deepest and most. Atah Hashem. Atah Hashem. There's a tremendous power to the, the grappling. We're watching, I see in this community, this fire here. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's an openness, a lave patuach. Somebody said, there's a lot of Baal Tshuva. I'm like, ah, that's my dream. My dream, I want to be a Baal Tshuva. I want all my kids to be Baal Tshuva. I'm only trying to be a Baal Tshuva my whole life. I want a yeshiva full of Baal Tshuva. The freshness, the excitement. The decision, the, the embracing and engaging. That's the story of a bracha and a mitzvah. Is the yid like grabbing on, trying to connect to a mitzvah. There's so much kedusha there. A yid trying to, and there's nothing to, we all, this, this is not a story for somebody. What does somebody do? I always put on tefillin. <laughs> there's no, so I always put on. But I'm talking about kavan, I'm talking about intention, I'm talking about connecting that the mitzvah is powerful and meaningful. Many a parent will come and describe my kids struggling with Shabbos. You're not. I'm sorry, you're not. I'm struggling with Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, I keep. I'm learning that loss. I, I, wanna, I want Shabbos. I want Shabbos. I want Shabbos to be, to be something powerful that, that, it's, that it's deeply and profoundly meaningful. And there's, there's an avayda, a work and a job. Of course, there's a structure of Shabbos. But there's, I want Shabbos Kodesh. But of course... And that journey for a year trying to get the mitzvah, to learn about it, to embrace it, to feel it, to experience it, to do his avayda of it, is tremendous kedush in that journey. Of course, that gives us the kayach to actually carry out the tzivanu, to carry out the tzivoy. But the kedusha we're speaking about is not the carrying out the tzivoy. We're talking about the kedusha, the year engaging mitzvahs. So I want to say, this is what I want to say to the Lohim Torah. The Lohim Torah, the heart and core of Klal Yisrael, 
and let's be mechazik to see in order to impact. The ikr impact we have is the eyes, the ikr. The ikr impact is how do you see the next person. You have much more impact than anything else in the world you do to anybody else is what do you see in a person. With our children, the ikr and chinuch of our children is to see greatness. He has no shot, but he's doing this. Well, I, I, know, I know they're great, but stop with the but. Just be nishtayim. The ikr of chinuch of our own children is to see amazing. The tendency of our own kids is the good things to look past. People don't see their kids great always because they're distracted because the flaws, whatever they are, we live with their flaws. They're a little messy. They can be the masmid of their yeshiva, but we don't live with the asmad, we live with the messiness. They can be the best, but you know, at home they once said, so we have to see mylas. And, and mamish, live with those mailas, notice those mailas. Our impact on Klal Yisrael, not to see chamerim, to see people that are built for Torah, that are meant for Torah. Rabbi Yechonon looks at Ishlakish, it's my favorite words in Shas, all of Shas, my best two words in Shas. I am sure many people try to be Mekarav Ishlakish. I'm sure there were many, many, many attempts to be Mekarav Ishlakish. But Rabbi Yechonon sees Reish Lakish, people tried the love approach, the hate approach, the tough guy, and everything in between. Rabbi Yechonon sees Reish Lakish as Chelach Laraisa. Your strength and everything about you is meant for Torah. You belong in the base mesh. That's what he saw. That's everything I'm telling you, that the Torah is, is it's for everybody. Everybody belongs in it. They're a Chelach of Torah. They're Sugyas in the Torah. There's nobody we could see who's sugis, not this soap, nobody will. I'm so far and I've done so much and I, I like that. That's not my realm. What if the Torah is talking about you only? It's about you. Your, your sugi is in the Torah. It's all there. And you're looking, you have a chelik. So I say to young light sitting and learning Torah, to sit and learn Torah, you're the heart of the nation. And I say the heart of the nation, Bidafka, has to impact the nation. And the Iker impact is what you see. See goodness. See nothing without buts. I know he's good, but no, no, no. See the goodness. The other stuff's just nothingness. See goodness. See goodness. If we see goodness in people, then we'll be able to impact. We'll be able to impact and uplift. They'll be what we see. They'll be what we see. But let's see goodness in people. We should continue to have Hatzlacha. I thank Rabbi Yenison again. It's chos to learn. I see sincerity. I see younger light like this. You make sense for such a killer, and the killer makes sense for such a younger light. That we should have tremendous siyat to the Shmaya in your limit at and an impact. And a base medrash is the core of the tzibur. The impact has to be. It has to be. There's respect for others. It has to be. Yeah. When there's disrespect for the others, then whatever happens here won't, won't it, you're, you're, it, it cuts off the floodgates that can impact out there. If there's disrespect, if there's respect. I'll close with a Misa. I'll tell you a Misa. I run a camp. In a few weeks, I have a camp, and there are alumni present. Now, it's not a money-making camp. It doesn't make a penny. It's not that somebody sponsors. Somebody sponsors the camp. It's meant we want to keep yeshiva going. So it's the same like yeshiva. It's not, a, it's not like a profit. It loses a lot of money. There's a tzaddik. It's Sponsors and funds. Now they charge the camp costs. It's a very, they do a lot of trips. a fun place. It costs a lot of money. So father calls me up. He says, I'm, I don't get it. I'm paying for my son. He doesn't come to any shear. Doesn't come to any musr. Doesn't come to any tefillahs. So he's having fun. I'm spending all this money just so he has good time. So first of all, yeah, I think it's a good idea. But Sam, the guy was upset. He said, I'm spending so much money that he has a good time. That's the father is. It was his cash. 
by spending so much money for this. So, I just want to say like this, that the reason you're spending so much money is because his friend who he plays with football comes to the base manager, comes to Musser, and your son hangs out with him. And if one person learns Torah and plugs in and they play ball together, that will impact yet. We have many parts to Klai but if the core is plugged in, you're sitting in the base mission. Sometimes, sometimes I have times a visiting speaker comes to the yeshiva and I say, oh, I wish a certain bachar was there. I say, Daniel, knock it off. You're here and you're going you're gonna to give the guy a hug later on. And in the hug, don't tell him one musr, but the hug will contain that tire that you learned. The handshake will be full of that tire. The handshake will be full of that tire. The handshake. The handshake. We, my wife and I were on a plane. It's a nice trip here. The stewardess came by. I, I never even heard of white light in my life. I don't know what that means. She said, me and my friends came here to thank you guys. The white light, when we passed by you guys, we ne- were like, we're, we're yidden on the plane. We're, we're yidden on the plane. I don't know, Yisrael May was playing game. Boy, I was trying not to watch the movie. The guy in front of me, the front seat, next to you watch the movie, he's not in the sight, in the front, and looked, I like adventure, looked adventurous. But I was trying not to look, white light. The bottom line is, is we have to absorb, and then, then the handshake will contain things we absorb. But the one tonight is we don't look down at others. We look down, nothing, we learn it. It blocks it. I told that father, you're paying because your son's in a camp with somebody else who goes to Shachas. And they play, I've seen your son play football with that guy. And he plays ball with the guy who's at Shachas. That's an impact on your son. Send him here. Your son, his, his friend goes to Shachas. It's, very, it's just the truth. So the core of sitting and learning is massive for a whole city, but the tenai is that we don't cut it off. If the core looks at others, they call people chamayrim, so their children don't come to cham because they've stopped the spread of Torah. They've stopped the spread. The spread has to be that the core sees others. I think that's where Bikiva was teaching his Talmidim. He said, when I was young, when I was, I used to want to buy the Talmud Chacham, why didn't it impact me? Why did I stay in Amarts? Because I felt disliked. That blocked what they had from spreading to the rest. And he taught us Talmidim, see good in others. That's what I think Rav Kiva was teaching. I say to you, Light, go out in any shul you down, in any place you go, see good, and then every taisvis you learn in the base medrash will be contained in your handshake, in your hug, in your chizuk, in your good morning will be contained. Thank you so much. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.